The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 62, Monday, March 5th, 2007. So we have our first guest on The Paunch Stevenson Show. Oh, it's our first uh, live guest. But what other guests have we had? We did that Halloween show. Episode 50. But so yeah, our first live guest Adam in South Carolina, regular listener. We've actually, it took us, what, 61, 62 episodes to figure out the technology? Uh, no, I think we knew the technology. It just <laughs> took you that long to get it going. <laughs> we were too lazy. Lazy. <laughs> so our first ge- our first live guest. And we were talking about the movie Ghost Rider starring Nicolas Cage uh. in the last episode. How we saw the trailer. But, Adam, you actually saw the movie, right? Yes. When? This this past week? Uh, no, I saw it about a month ago. Yeah. Was it better than uh, than X-Men 3? Uh, no. X-Men 3 was a lot better. Which was created by? It's me, Web Slingers! Stanley! Was he in that? I don't know. I didn't see him. Uh, he may actually. He may not have been in that because I don't. I don't know if he actually did create him. Actually, speaking of Stan Lee, you know that show Heroes on NBC. Yeah. He did a cameo the other week where the Japanese guy was getting on a bus, and the bus door opens, and Stan Lee is the bus driver. <laughs> He's always like some <laughs> schmuck. <laughs> yeah, it's real believable. A nine hundred year old guy driving a bus. Are you riding alone? <laughs> this guy fl- gets on an airplane, flies to the studio, wherever they're taping this show, just for yeah. one sentence. So, anyway, so wh- what is the story of Ghost Rider? So you have Nicolas Cage. Yes. And then how does and it start out? How does he become Ghost Rider? He sells his soul to the devil to save his father from cancer. And then his father ends up dying... Dying and of then what? Of cancer. <laughs> tries to save his father of cancer. Okay. <laughs> the devil, he's quite the trickster. <laughs> so then what happens? So then he has to become this ghost rider to pay the debt that he sold his soul for. But didn't he tell the devil that, hey, my dad died anyway, what happened? He healed him, and then the day after that he died, and then the devil said, well, I did heal him. Well, so he, so the devil only healed him for a day. Yeah, and then he, then the devil killed him. <laughs> what? Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait. First of all, what's Nicholas Cage's character's name? Uh. I'm looking it up on IMDb. <clears throat> Johnny Blaze. <laughs> yeah. All right, Johnny Blaze. So how does he get in contact with the devil? Like, the devil walks into his tent while, at night while he's fixing all the bikes. He, like, tries to make him feel like the devil's all nice and stuff, and then he says, like, signs the contract and everything, but, and then he sold, sells his soul. So he signs a contract that the devil is going to heal his father of cancer, but it turns out the devil only heals him for a day, and then the next day the devil comes and kills him. Yeah. Sounds like a Tom Green movie. So so the devil comes back, kills his father the next day, 
and then Nicolas Cage, Johnny Blaze, turns into a skeleton or something? Yeah, flaming skeleton. Why? Because that's what the Ghost Rider is. They have to, like, catch souls of dead people to, like, repay the debt of selling their soul. It's it's really weird because it's all about the Ghost Rider and everything, but it's actually only about ten minutes of him being, like, out of the whole movie, of him being the actual skeleton guy. (laughs) (laughs) So what is it for the rest of the movie? The rest of the movie is just him talking. Hey, (laughs) I happen to be a good actor, man. Hey, didn't he win an Academy Award or something once? For that? Oh, for like one of the movies he did. I don't know. Let's see, awards. Nominated. Uh, he won an award for Leaving Las Vegas in 1995. Hey. Leaving Las Vegas. Wasn't that the movie where he sells his wife to Robert Redford? No, that was uh, Indecent Proposal. Oh, okay. With Woody Harrelson, I think. Oh, where he sells his wife to James Caan. <laughs> what? Yes. Anyway, wait, anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, so were the special effects good? They were okay. Did he ride the motorcycle up the side of a building? Like in the trailer? Yeah. He was trying to chase a bad guy, and the bad guy could, like, he was like the wind, and he could go anywhere he wanted. And he he was, like, try, Ghost Rider was trying to follow him up the side of a building. So the guy who's made of wind could not get away from a guy on a motorcycle. Okay. <laughs> At the end, he didn't because the Ghost Rider, he took like his little chain whip and he spun around in like a tornado motion and caught him and like, killed him. But at so at the end of the movie, does Nicolas Cage complete his deal with the devil? Yeah, he does, but he doesn't like he. He wants to keep on being the Ghost Rider. And when he's the Ghost Rider, does that mean he can? He's invincible, or he can live forever? Uh, no. It just means like he has a power. He has like some mind power over people. Like if they're a bad person, he'll tell them to look into his eyes, and then he'll like sh- like make like turn them soul to stone, and like they'll just die on the spot. On a scale from one to ten, what would you give Ghost Rider? Two. What do you think was the best Marvel Comics movie? Spider-Man 2. I also think that Spider-Man 3 is going to be good, too. Uh, The X-Men movies were good. And Hulk, and that's about the only good ones that I've seen. What about Fantastic Four? Fantastic Four, I saw a little bit of that, and it was okay. Actually, Greg, I don't know if you saw this, I... I saw a trailer the other day for the Fantastic Four Part 2. Right. I don't know, was the first one successful enough to warrant a sequel? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I think it did fairly uh, fairly well. And I think it stars the Silver Surfer? The Silver Surfer. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, It's it looks like it's just mostly, like, special effects. And yeah, well, I mean... It, not, much, a, not much else. A guy made out of silver who surfs all over everything, which I don't understand that, but what are you doing right now? Uh, I'm at a friend's house. Oh, all right. Well, then I'll let you go. Okay. All right, bye. Bye.
This thing about Stephen Hawking, and I got two things to say about him. Um, apparently, he put out some sort of uh, I don't know, he said something that basically that um, we're in trouble as a human race, we've got to build Star Trek starships, and we've got to start colonizing other planets. It's just that we're just going to kill each other here. Well, we would just kill each other on another planet, too. Yeah, but we'd have more room to do it. Oh, okay. More natural resources to waste and squander. I guess we better start doing research now. <laughs> if he's saying we're in trouble. Yeah, we are. We're doomed. Um, this guy can't even speak. Yeah. Or move. It, well, here's the thing about him, which I can't understand. He hasn't been able to speak in a long, long time. I mean, he uses the computer to the talk or whatever. Yeah. Well, he can't move either. Right. Well, he has Lou Gehrig's disease. Which is strange, because normally when you have Lou Gehrig's disease, you die in like two or three years. Yet he's had Wait. it for like 40 years. Was Lou Gehrig the first person to ever get Lou no, Gehrig's disease? No, no, no. So why do they call it that? Because it, it was very, you know, it was very popular, it was a mystery, and people were shocked by it. Oh. You know, Lou Gehrig, the iron horse. The old baseball player. Yeah. But anyway, the second thing about him was... I, I was the other day. I felt like listening to some Pink Floyd. No, Wait. I was not high. No, the the original Pink Floyd or William Shatner singing Pink Floyd. <laughs> no, no, the the real original Pink Floyd. So I pulled out a CD I have. I bought that compilation CD. I did about five years ago called Echoes. Let me tell you something. It's a two two disc CD. It's a piece of garbage. Is it live? No, no, it's like, it's a compilation of old songs. Oh, okay. It has like, a, you know, it has some of the big songs they did, like a couple of the songs from Dark Side of the Moon and, and Wish You Were Here and The Wall, but it doesn't have all of them. There's like very, there's some very, very popular songs that aren't out there, like uh, Have a Cigar is not on there. Yeah, um, well, if they put all of the big popular hit songs on one collection, nobody will buy the regular albums. People aren't still going to buy the regular albums anymore. <laughs> anyway, here's my point. You know, they had too many songs that Sid Barrett did, which are horrible. I, I know that they were really revolutionary at the time, but they're horrible. This is bad. I don't like it. And then they have a. Then they, they really did the, the stupid thing, which was to put songs on there that they did in the 80s and 90s. <laughs> of course. Particularly in the 90s when they were horrible. The songs are terrible. One of them is a song they did in which it says that the voice of Stephen Hawking is on the song. And I never really heard it, and I'm saying to myself, he can't talk. <laughs> well, that's what? why you haven't heard it. Ah, oh, there you go. Actually, the voice of Stephen Hawking is in every single Paunch Stevenson show episode. Oh, I get it. Well, like you said, he does, he can't talk, so... Uh, You're not hearing him. Oh, uh, you stink. <laughs> but he is here.
episode 53, we played the Leonard Nimoy, The Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Yes. A lot of my coworkers and a lot of my friends, I don't know about you, but they have been coming to me saying, what have you done? This song has been stuck in my head for a week. Get it out. It's too catchy. Get it out. Bilbo. People love it. The other songs on the other tracks on that album from Nimoy are just hilarious. <laughs> and if you think that, the Shatner album is even better. Yeah. I mean, when he starts reciting Hamlet, Shatner, that is. Oh, God. It is horrendous. It's so funny. <laughs> well, I found, uh, I posted this on the Punch Stevenson show message board, punchstevenson.com. I posted there, there's actually a video. Of Leonard Nimoy doing the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins. Yes, there is. So you can go there and, and watch the video. And it's from 1960. I think the video was actually from 1967, but the album was released the following year, 1968. Uh, the Ballad of Bilbo Baggins was originally on the Leonard Nimoy album called The Two Sides of Leonard Nimoy. But now it's on some other CD compilation. Yeah, the CD is called Spaced Out. Yeah, it has both. It's a compilation of Leonard Nimoy and William Shatner. Yeah, well, it's not really a compilation. It's it's the two albums that they did at that time. It's the full albums are both on there. It's funny because it's so bad. It, you know, <laughs> you get a lot of, the Shatner stuff is funny. Unfortunately, it doesn't have Rocket Man. Uh, but he, but again, he never recorded Rocket Man. He uh, did it was that just on live. Yeah, he did that on an award show. Yeah, there's a video of that on YouTube.com also. Oh, God. Yeah, where, where it's basically, it's him, and it keeps fading from one, one like, take of him to another take, and it's just crazy. Yeah, there's three of him on the screen at one time. Yeah, yeah. I like it's going to be a long, long time. And I think it's going to be a long, long time. The touchdown. Brings me back again to find I'm not the man they think I am back home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. Rocket man. Burning out his fuse out here alone. And I think it's gonna be a long, long time. Touchdown, bring me around again and find I'm not the man they think I am at home. Oh, no, no, no. I'm a rocket man. A rocket man. Burning out his fuse out here alone. Classic. <gasps> Mr. Tambourine Man. Hey, Mr. Tambourine Man. <laughs> Mr. Tambourine Man. Mr. Tambourine Man! <laughs> Classic. So, God, he, there's no way he could have been doing that to be serious. Oh, no, he definitely wasn't serious. Okay. <laughs> the guy is reciting Hamlet to, to like, this fairy tale music in the background, and he's, he's saying it normal for, for, like, two lines, and he's screaming, and he's crying. <laughs> Have you ever seen Airplane 2, the sequel? Airplane 2 had Shatner in it. It's hilarious. Because he's just, like, totally out of control. Like, at one point, they have this, this room is filled with all these lights. 
And yeah. Like, it's like this computer room, and they're all blinking and making noises, kind of like a, like this ridiculous, like, exaggeration of the Star Trek set. And this guy, and the guy's talking to him, and he, all of a sudden he just goes berserk. I, I see her. Thousands of bleeping and blinking and flashing lights. They're blinking. They're beeping. I can't take it anymore. Ah, and he's screaming, and then he's like, the other guy, like, slaps him in the face. He's like, thank you. I needed that. You ever see that show Scrubs? Yeah. I never used to watch it when it was when it was on the air. Oh, well, it came back now. But it's back on? Yeah. Are you sure? Because it's on reruns on, like, every channel now. And I was watching it. It's a pretty good show. Yeah. And I don't know if you, they have that really ugly, those these ugly-looking guys that are, like, part of the hospital staff. And, like, every episode, they come by singing a song. Have you seen that? <laughs> the lawyer guy? The bald guy? Yeah, he's called Ted. Yeah. Yeah. And some of their stuff is really funny. I think they put they put out a CD with it. You know, there's clips all over the internet. I think they have a MySpace page, in fact. Let me let me see. <laughs> yeah, who doesn't? <laughs> no, but I think this is a, like an official one. So is Kevin Federline's. Oh, God. <laughs> Let's see. Ted from Scrubs. Yes, the band is called The Blanks. You know, they sing different things, but I like when they sing the theme songs from, like, the old shows. Charles in Charge. Yes, the Charles in Charge one. Can we get that on here? That would be great. I love that song. Let me find it. That will be the song of the episode. And where the hell is the... It's on MySpace, but I can't find the MySpace page. I'll find it. The new boy in the neighborhood lives downstairs and it's understood he's there just to take good care of me like he's one of the family charles in charge of our days and our nights charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights and i see i want I want Charles in charge of me. Charles in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I see I want Charles in charge of me. Well, I came up with this list back in December. And the weather has actually been pretty decent recently. Yeah. Up in the northern New Jersey, New York City area. Just the other day, it was 68 degrees <laughs> Fahrenheit, which is really nice. But my top 10 things that I am not looking forward to about winter. Ah, oh, I hate it. In New York City. Because uh, it could get really bad here. Number one, I'm not looking forward to wearing six layers of clothing every day. 
putting it on and taking it off and putting it on and taking it off and the static electricity and uh, <laughs> I'm not looking forward to my eyes and nose running every single time I go outside because of the stupid wind beating my face. I'm not looking forward to people in the office gathering around the windows every time it snows oh. as if it's some strange new phenomenon that they've never seen before. I'm not looking forward to single-digit temperatures. I'm not looking forward to the gross, dry heat from these antique radiators that are in every building. Eh. And every time they, they, they turn on the heat, it makes this clanking, banging noise, and it's, it's terrible. I'm not looking forward to the stinging coastal wind causing me physical pain every time I walk down the street. It is painful. Oh my god, I literally, I'm wearing six layers of clothing, and I go outside, and it's as if I'm naked. That's how cold it is. This wind. I'm not looking forward to having to go to work despite 26 inches of snow on the ground. How come in South Carolina, I was visiting my family, and it was it, it had started to snow, some flurries. There was maybe a quarter inch of snow on the ground, and the entire city, it was like a state of emergency. Restaurants were closing down. Banks were closing down. Here in New York City, well, it's only two feet of snow, two and a half feet of snow. No, you're coming to work today. I hate that. <laughs> I'm not looking forward to the freezing cold, unheated subway stations. Ah. There is no heat in any of the subway stations. I am not looking forward to walking through a foot of filthy black leftover snow. Because you know how disgusting that gets. How long here. is this list? Ten things. That was number nine. And number ten, uh. I'm not looking forward to dealing with cheap people who would rather put on sweaters, hats, and two or three pairs of socks just to hang out around the house instead of turning up the heat a couple of degrees. Ah. Uh. I hate that. I go over someone's house and they're wearing a coat and sweater and a hat and it's like, wait, it's freezing in here. Turn up the heat. No, no, turn up the heat. What are you, crazy? That'll cost me $3 this month. <laughs> I can't stand that. Shoveling snow? Oh, yeah, it's another thing. Having to walk through all the ice on the sidewalk because people are too lazy to shovel. Hate winter. The only good thing about winter is no bugs. <laughs> it's the only no redeeming bugs. the only redeeming quality of winter. Mm. I hate winter, but I also hate bugs, so uh, I'm stuck. You don't like Webeth? <laughs> no, not that, but not Bugs uh, Bunny. Eh, what's up, Doc? Insects. Mm. And arachnids. And that includes that horrible John Goodman movie, Arachnophobia. <laughs> which was almost as bad as his other horrible movie, King Ralph. Oh. Family Joe's in charge of our days and our nights. Charles in charge of our wrongs and our rights. And I see, I want, I want Charles in charge of me. Charles in charge of me.